Ovajana, Tumirantasya, Yanam Jana Shalakaya, Chakshur Militam Yena Tasma Ishigaravinamaha. Begins with the word Tasma for this reason. Therefore, this means that a conclusion is about to be introduced. In philosophy, Vedic philosophy, the word Siddhanta is very important. There are different words. Vad, Siddhant, Matam. Vada means theory, Mat means opinion, and Siddhant means the final or proper conclusion, perfect conclusion. Siddhant means that after analyzing a topic fully, then the proper conclusion is reached. Now sometimes we hear the Gorya Vaishnav Siddhanta, Sri Vaishnav Siddhanta, or Sankhya Siddhanta. But actually Siddhanta can only be one. Just like sometimes we hear Hatha Yoga Guru or Karma Kandiya Guru, Kula Guru, Dancing Guru, Management Guru. But actually Guru means one who teaches the Absolute Truth. Therefore, Shat Karma Nepuna Vipro Mantra Tantra Visharadaha Avaishnava Guru Nasyad Vaishnava Shvapata Guru Even if one is very learned in Vedic mantras and expert in performing Vedic ritualistic activities, if he's not a Vaishnava, then he's not actually qualified to be a Guru. And even if one is born in a family of dog eaters, he is a Guru, if he is a Vaishnava. Because Guru means one who teaches about the Absolute Truth, which is free from any external contaminations or designations. So in this way, Guru means one who teaches about Krishna. Siddhanta means there can only be one Siddhanta. What is the actual conclusion? Here the actual conclusion is given. Tasmad Bharata Saravatma Bhagavan Ishvaro Harihi Shrotavya Kirtitavya Cha Smartavya Chaitatvadayam Here it is mentioned that if one wants to be free from fear then he should perform these activities of hearing about, remembering and glorifying the Lord who takes away all miseries. So this Siddhanta, this conclusion that one should perform bhakti is reached on the basis of the previous statements of Shukadeva Goswami which summarize the miseries and delusion of material life. Material life, it is simply a cause of distress. 
and even the activities which are performed for happiness, such as sleeping, sex life, and working to maintain family members. Such activities are accepted for the sake of happiness, but actually they simply result in distress. And fear, material life means fear. There's always fear. That is the intrinsic, inherent quality of material life, one of the inherent qualities which come under the category of pavarga. Pa, 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 ma, pa, parishra. Everyone is simply working hard. When everyone is working hard to maintain their family members, this is Parishra, simply working hard, with Fina, foam coming out of the mouth, working so hard. Sometimes we see people there, they're working so hard, you've seen the Talawala, it's pulling. All body is strained, and we see businessmen under great stress because there's so much, so much pressure on them. This is just like Fina, like the horse. He's pulling the cart so much that the foam is coming from his mouth. Then, but, better, it's all useless. Disappointment is the natural condition of material life. Uselessness. It's all useless. You're working so hard, what for? Shrama eva It's all useless. And bhai piti. One feels fear. Everyone is afraid. Why? Mrityu. Death is behind us. Death is ahead of us. Death is behind us. We cannot avoid death. Everyone is afraid of death. So this is material life. Simply cause of distress. Therefore, if we want to be free from fear, freed from death, freed from unnecessary hard work with no result, therefore, what should one do? Glorify the Supreme Lord. Chant His glories. Hear about Him. Remember Him. In other words, take up the process of bhakti. This is for our own benefit. This is being mentioned, this is a beginning stage. When we are thinking, what is my own benefit? Then, for our own benefit, just like Krishna says, at the end of the Gita, to Arjuna, that I am speaking this for your benefit. I'm speaking this topmost instruction because I desire your benefit. It is in your interest to do what? Always think of me. And become my devotee. So this is our self-interest. Prabhupada writes in one purport, here in the second canto, I believe, that one kind... Bhakti means to give up all selfishness, but one kind of selfishness can be retained. 
the desire to go back to Godhead. Actually, even beyond that, when one is fully fixed on the spiritual platform, then he doesn't desire to go back to Godhead. Because anyway, for a devotee, Narayana parasarve nakutasthina bibhyati swargapa bhaga narakesh vapitulyatadashinaha For a pure devotee, heaven, hell and liberation, it's all the same. Because here he's serving Krishna. And if he goes back to Godhead, he serves Krishna. There's no difference. For a devotee, it's all the same. Because wherever he goes, whatever he does, he simply sees Krishna everywhere and in everything. Yomam Pashati Sarvatra Savam Mai Pashati Tatsyaham Napanashami Satyame Napanashati Devotee sees Krishna everywhere and in everything. Therefore, he's never lost to Krishna, and Krishna certainly never forgets him. This is the position of a devotee. He's never out of Krishna consciousness. Therefore, the great devotee Prabodhananda Saraswati says that for a, for a devotee who has got the blessings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then Vishwam Purna Sukhayate, this whole world which is certified in Bhagavad Gita by Lord Krishna as Dukhalaya Mashashvata, it is simply a place of misery where everything is temporary. But he sees a, a devotee who has got the Kripa Kataksha, the, the merciful glance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then he sees this whole world as full of bliss. How is that? That Prahlad Maharaj says. Naivod Vijay Paradiratyaya Vaitaranyatvadvirya Gayana Mahamrita Magna Chittam. He says that I'm not afraid of this material existence. I don't find any distress here. Because wherever I go, I chant your glories, Rishinade. I'm always happy. Because I always remember you and chant about you. So this is the position of the devotee. He's always happy. Of course, he has one distress, as Prahlad Maharaj also states, that He says, I'm personally, I'm quite happy. No problems. Very happy. Because I'm always chanting your glories. But I feel distressed when I see these big rascals and fools simply working hard for so-called material happiness. So this, here in this verse is given, this chapter is stated, the first step in God, it's named, the first step in God realization. So this is being introduced. The first step in God realization is to understand that this material world is miserable and endeavors for material happiness. They're simply a waste of time. Why? Because there is no such thing as material happiness. It's just a myth. Or even if even if we say, yes, there is material happiness, but what is the nature of that material happiness? It is, yan sukam It is simply insignificant happiness compared to brahmasukam twananta, the unlimited bliss of spiritual love. It, it is happiness, 
Sometimes we say there's no happiness in material life, which is true. And then sometimes we speak of material happiness. So how can we speak of material happiness if there's no happiness in material life? And what it is, there is material happiness. But it's so insignificant as to practically be non-existent. Just like if you see one big reservoir which is completely dry, huge reservoir, but there's just a tiny little drop of water. So you can say the reservoir is empty. There's no water in it. So technically speaking, it may be incorrect. There may be a few drops, but you can say that the tank is dry. That example is given a drop of water in the desert. If you go to the desert in the summer, it's very hot and you want water. So crying out, water, water, someone comes along riding on a camel or in a tatasuma or whatever. says, please give me some water. You want water? Okay. No problem. I'll give you some water. Oh, there's a little bit there already. Okay, hold out your hand. There you go. That's what I gave you water. So he's not satisfied. He gave, he gave water, but just a drop. So it is water, but it doesn't satisfy, because it's not enough. Our nature is Anandamaya Abhyasa, the absolute truth and the part and parcel, spirit souls, are by nature Satchit Anandamaya, eternal, full of bliss and knowledge. So Anandamaya means full of bliss. But if we get just a tiny drop, and by the way, there's cyanide in that drop also. So, not only does it not satisfy, but it also gives more distress. This is the nature of material happiness. Therefore, for our own benefit, we should take up the process of bhakti. This is the first thing in God realization. That we should understand for our own benefit, we should take up bhakti. More advanced level is when one is simply overwhelmed with love for Krishna. He's not thinking, what is my benefit? He's simply automatically attracted to Krishna. That Kapila Dev gives the example of the pure devotee. What is that? Madguna Shruti Matrena. Just by hearing the glories of Krishna, devotee becomes automatically attracted. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is given what is the standard of devotion that in any circumstance that you may make me happy or unhappy but I am your servant. Unconditioned. So this is the beginning stage to realize that if we want to be free from all miseries and then we have to take shelter of Hari, the Supreme Lord, who takes away all miseries. So you may think, that, well, he takes it away, but that's not very good. He takes away, but he takes away our miseries, but he gives us love for himself. But that we have to develop. We have the, the, this Christian conscious movement is meant for developing pure love for Krishna. It's not that, well, 
I'm very miserable, so therefore, okay, I'll join the temple. I couldn't get a job, I tried very hard, so, okay, I'll join the temple, at least I'll get some chapatis. So, that is not very good. Of course, that's better than becoming a drug smuggler or a gangster or something like that. But, it's not very good. It's not the standard of pure devotion. Simply to come to Krishna for the material facilities that are offered, that is not Krishna Bhakti. One has to be actually very serious to take up Krishna consciousness for the sake of developing love of Krishna. Therefore, Vairagya Vidya, the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Vairagya Vidya, giving up attachment to this material world and developing knowledge of Krishna. So it's not good if we see someone has come to Krishna consciousness and uh, living a very, especially if they are living in the temple and living a very luxurious life. Of course, in our movement, certain facilities are used for the sake of preaching. But it's not that a devotee should take all these for his own sense enjoyment. But Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvatthakur used to say about some of his sannyas disciples that Karilam sannyasi hoi gelo bilashi I made them sannyasis but they've become sense enjoyment. So that is not wanted. Even Prabhupada writes in one purport that even the householders who are taking shelter of the Krishna conscious movement they should not imitate ordinary karmis by getting so much facilities and conveyances. By developing vidya, by developing knowledge of our actual spiritual situation, and then that devotee is not attracted to these things. But why should I have so many enjoyments? And as a matter of course, a devotee naturally tries to practice some tapasya. He doesn't, uh, of course, if some facility is offered for his service, a devotee may take that, but a devotee doesn't spend so much time and take so much trouble trying to arrange for his own comfort and well-being of his body. But rather, he spends the, his energy in hearing about glorifying and remembering Krishna. In other words, this hearing about glorifying and remembering Krishna should not be done as a matter of formality, but it should be done with the intention of developing love for Krishna, without which Shrama Evahi Kevala, everything else is simply a waste of time and leads to repeated birth and death. Hare Krishna. Is there any question about this? So, Hare Krishna, we'll finish here and everyone can go on with their daily activities of hearing about, glorifying and remembering Krishna. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.
Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai.